0: and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week we continue learning Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Fathers uh, with the chapter 4, Mishnah 9 from the book of uh, Rabbi Twersky Vision of, fa- of the Fathers and the Mishnah says Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Yosef Bar Harlaftas Son says, one who withdraws from judgment removes from himself hatred, robbery, and the responsibility for an unnecessary oath. But one who is too self-confident in issuing legal decisions is a fool, wicked, and arrogant of spirit. So Rabbi Tversky tells us here that one of the explanations offered by Rashi is that the judge should attempt to bring about a compromise rather than apply the letter of the law. Like, when there's a ruling in a court case, and here it's talking specifically of the based in of a Jewish court, but it should be also uh, done in a non-Jewish court, uh, the right thing for a judge to do is to like to find a compromise between the two parties and not rule on one side, And some have questioned why the Mishnah would recommend a compromise inasmuch as the Talmud cites Moses as having disagreed with his brother Aaron. And Aaron was a peacemaker. He always sought to bring peace amongst people. So he was always trying to look for a compromise, a settlement. Whereas Moses, on the other hand, went strictly with the with the rule of law and and the application of the law and it would seem preferable that we follow the teachings of Moshe Rabbeinu but the commentaries explained that Moshe was an, a, in a unique position because he received the Torah directly from Hashem and he never made a ruling without consulting God first. So everything he decided really Hashem, he did what Hashem told him to do and, um, and, and he was assured of not erring whereas a regular judge he doesn't have this privilege of going to God and asking him, okay, what should I say? How should I uh, judge in this situation? And um, and may think he's applying the, le- the letter of the law. And at the end of the day, he can get confused and uh, and uh, not understand the law correctly and he can make a flawed uh, decision. So in this case, he would be guilty of giving one of the litigants wrongful possessions of the disputed item. Hence, it is better to seek a compromise. So this Mishnah is telling us it's always good to find a common ground. To to make peace one with the other and essentially relinquish claims to more than they to more than what they received. So it is of interest that Moses once this withdrew himself from a case, and this case is a famous case uh, of personal interest. And the Torah relates that the daughters of Tselophat requested that they be declared the rightful heirs of the portion of the land that would have been allotted to their their deceased father. So when Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, distributing the lands according to the tribes, the daughters of Zelopad disputed, they were women and the land was given only to males, but Zelopad had no sons, and they disputed that the, the land of their father belonged to them, and that they, they, they dreamed of, of the land of Israel, that they have done everything in their life to be able to reach that place, and that they feel they deserve the land of the, of Israel, the land that was allotted to his father. And they added that he died as a result of a personal sin, and he did not join the Korah rebellion against Moses. And if we go back to the Torah, there was in Parashach there was this man named Korah who was a cousin of Moshe and he wanted to be Moshe Rabenu, and he disputed this whole thing that why Moshe was Moshe and he didn't have the opportunity to be a leader and he created this whole rebellion and at the end all these people that were part of that rebellion were uh, swallowed by the earth and they died in, in this situation but they're saying that their father didn't die because of the re- rebellion of Korah that he had a personal sin and, um, and had nothing to do with that rebellion. So Moses then brought their case before God. And the commentary said that Moses did not wish to rule on the case because the daughters of Zelophad had said that their father had remained loyal to Moses in the Korach rebellion. So since... The daughters were saying that the father had been loyal to Moshe. Moshe felt that if he ruled in this case, it would be biased because he had a certain amount of gratitude towards the father that defended him and stood by him. And then he would rule favorably into, into what this, uh, his daughters wanted. So he went directly to God and asked him what he should do. So, how careful one must be to avoid bias by personal interest can be seen from an incident involving also the Hasidic uh, rabbi of Apt, who sat as a judge on the bench, and he was in a certain um, in a certain suit, and uh, and the third day of the of the of the litigation, he decided to withdraw himself out as a judge and uh, the rabbi of Abd abruptly uh, withdrew from the case and the reason he gave was that that Friday night when he came home and he was changing into his um, Shabbat garb he put his hand into the pocket and he found an envelope full of money and so he said that during the first two days of the proceedings he was completely objective but on the third day suddenly with no reason at all he started to feel more towards a certain uh, part uh, to, towards to find favor on one of the litigants and not the other one but there was no reason and he had lost his complete objectivity and he withdrew from the case and it was later that he discovered that they had put money into his pocket and he said you know not even knowing it wasn't even conscious how strong bribery is that even if you don't even know but someone puts money in your pocket, you're gonna be uh, leaning towards helping that person. So he couldn't be objective anymore. So this is why the Mishnah stresses, according to the interpretation, That a judge must be most cautious to eliminate uh, the the atmo any personal interest from the case at hand. So a judge cannot have a friendship with the person he's uh, he's dealing with. He cannot know them. He cannot have anything, not even gratitude toward that person, so he can be uh, fair in his ruling. So then it says in the mishma mishnah, but one who is too self-confident in issuing legal decisions is a fool. Wicked and arrogant of spirit. So what it's telling us here, it comes with a different story and talking about how humble and wise a judge has to be to be able to to rule uh, correctly in in an uh, Allahic uh, judgment. And it tells the story story of Rabbi Moshe Feinstein that once a couple came for a get for a divorce uh, document, and they came into his apartment and he had a scribe there that was writing down the halachic divorce and the, this couple came with a dog. So Rabbi Feinstein told him, no, while we're doing the get, I, let's put the dog in a room and afterwards we'll let him out. And they, and then when the, 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 the scribe did the get, they signed the get and when they were ready to leave, the rabbi opened the door, the, the, door, the dog came out. And what did the dog do? He ran to the man. And he jumped up and down for the man and he didn't even turn around to look at the woman. And at that moment, Rabbi Feinstein says, this, this, is, uh, this couple, is, um, is there something wrong here? And he took the get and he, and he tore it apart. And he said, uh, he called the couple back and he said, I beswear you to tell the truth. You have to tell me the truth. This woman is not your wife. Is she? And the stunned husband reluctantly admitted that this woman was not his wife, that his wife didn't want to give him the get, get, and he had to bring this other woman to sign the document so he could be free. And uh, and he asked Rabbi Feinstein, how did you know? And Rabbi Feinstein says, this was not clairvoyance. I'm not a, a fortune teller. Uh, on my part, the, the 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 truth is that it's it's intelligence. You know, we put the dog in a room. When the dog came out, if it would be you and your wife, the dog would have jumped from you to her and from her to you. But this dog disregarded this woman all all along, so it it showed me that she's not your wife. So scripture says, wisdom derives from nothingness. The commentaries remark that the true wisdom can be found only in one who is self-effaced, who considers himself to be nothing. It was Rabbi Feinstein's profound humility which gave rise to to this wisdom, to his legendary wisdom. So how true are the words of our sages, a wise person surpasses even a prophet. So for a judge, we see here it's very important that he has no, no favorites, he cannot be bribed, he has to be a wise person and he has to be a very humble person to the extent that he's almost nullified about himself and he has no no nothing to receive from his ruling. And in that case he will judge in the right way. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.